God knows your heart. Amen? Amen. We are in the season of parables. The types of parables that have made some of us a little uncomfortable. Let me say this. If you come to church and you're not sitting there squirming on occasion, you're not getting what we're teaching. <laughs> so, the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. Church, listen up. This is for the church. I noticed when I heard, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. Church, who are we? Are we Lazarus? Or are we the rich man? It is real clear as to who is being discussed in today's gospel. And as I look out this morning, I must say, good morning, my sister. I haven't seen that deacon in a while, and she made my heart jump. I am so glad to see you. Thank you for your support. I am a child of God. I am Pope. There is a difference between being poor and poor. Some of you were just poor. That means you had enough. Those of us that were poor took what we had and went from there. Now we know that this is a rich man by the description that we saw in today's gospel. It talks about his fine linens of purple. I don't know about you when I'm having a bad day. There are certain colors that I put on. Purple, red, and blue. Those are royal colors. They lift my spirits automatically. But we know that this is a rich man and he is behind the gates. Why Lazarus lay dying. Lay dying outside the gates. Therefore, Lazarus is homeless. He is alone. He is suffering, and the dogs come and lick his wounds. Now, we know the story of the dog because we remember the story of Jesus and that woman when she said, excuse me, Lord, did you just call me a dog? Because even the dogs eat the crumbs from the rich and grow fat. Even the dogs have a place. But now, I usually prepare for my sermons or reading the gospel on Wednesday. Now I'm going to tell you a story and don't judge me because last Wednesday I was preparing for this sermon as I had music on and I was singing the OJs, The Love of Money. And also my favorite artist, that little uh, 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 islander, Bruno Mars. Anyone know Bruno? Bruno has a song that goes... I want to be a millionaire. <laughs> so freaking bad. <laughs> so I can buy all the stuff I never had. There is no shame in being rich. 
There is no shame in being wealthy because if you are a child of God and you realize that you have choice, what you're going to do and how you're going to spend that money. Now, if you just decide that I am just going to be sinful because I don't need God, because remember, you can't have two gods. You can't have two masters because you will love one or despise the other. You cannot love God and money. But just say that I am enjoying being wealthy. You know, I'm going to eat well. I'm going to sleep well. I'm going to travel. I'm going to do everything sinful because I have time. I've got time to enjoy this life. And then right before I close my eyes, I will say, Dear Lord, forgive me of all my sins. But we don't know when that time is up. We don't know if we will have time. Because what we find in today's gospel, the Lazarus and the rich man died. Now, I do believe that Lazarus was calling on the Lord. You see, my soul tells that Lord, the bread of life and the Alpha and the Omega. I would say that Lazarus called on his Lord. He called on his Lord in dying that I am giving up the ghost and I am coming to you, Lord. I am coming to you, Lord, to be free of all this pain and misery here. The rich man also died. I remember hearing once when I was growing up that the rich and the poor will be buried and we both will be given back to the earth and the same worms that eat my body will eat those of the rich. So there is evenness in death. But the rich man goes on to Haiti, and we'll have that discussion some other time. <laughs> but while he is there, he has not given up who he is. He has not changed his attitude. He is still beckoning others to do his bidding. Lazarus, just dip your finger and bring it to me. Now, when I was walking through the house singing my favorite songs, Oh, how I want to be a millionaire. My 24-year-old son lives with me. And as I turned the corner in the hall, he said, Nana, come in here and listen to this song. Now, he invited me into his studio. His studio is compi comprised of a desk, a laptop, and a microphone. But he's a young, up-becoming rapper, he thinks. So he wanted me to meet a rapper that he had heard about in the past, but he wasn't really drawn to his music. But something had happened in the rapper's life that now he was drawn to him. So I sat down and began to listen to the rapper, and he had uh, put together a video. The rapper has been shot seven times by a former, another rapper because they were having a beat. Seven times this young man has been shot, and he is still with us a miracle in its own. He had been shot three times to the neck, so I'm, I'm assuming there was some difficulty in eating, speaking. As he showed the video, you could see where the, the bullets had entered his body and exited his body. He reminded me of Lazarus. But doing the video, 
he started to sing of everything that was wrong in the world and everything that had brought him to this point of the shooting. But there was a line in there that my grandson liked in particular when he said, I heard my grandmother's voice. We know about those great praying grandmothers, don't we? There's been a many a praying grandmother that got some of you this far. Some of you are here on the prayers of your mother and your grandmothers, even today, that you haven't taken that step, but just because Nana says I'm praying for you, just because Mama says that I'm praying for you, you're out there loose in the world saying, that's okay because I'm covered because my Nana is praying. <laughs> this young man was indeed covered because he recovered. He recovered. So was, there is the rich man and there's the poor man. We know that they both died. We know that they both went to heaven. Well, went somewhere. I won't say they went to heaven. I won't even say that Lazarus went to heaven because he is in the bosom of. Is he not? That's not quite heaven, but he is in the bosom of. Where do we go? Church? Who are we? Are we the rich man or are we Lazarus? And we would like to think that we suffer. We would like to think that it is not about our stuff. But I remember when Jesus was putting his motley crew together and he would tell them, to follow me, you have to leave your stuff. You cannot bring any possessions with you. And I'm sure there were some of them said, Wait a minute, can I not know you cannot bring your stuff? You did not come into this world with stuff and you will not leave this world with stuff. You will leave this world on your own, on your own faith. Do you believe? This was not an easy gospel for them. This was not because I see that we did not come very far. We saw, we felt, we experienced the crucifixion. And yet that line still comes that if they did not hear the prophets. Dear church, I need for you to hear this. You need to listen to Moses and the prophets. What was proclaimed? And if Jesus has died, and has been risen, and we're still having problems. I remember going to a conference once. Now, the National Organization for Women. We were there to meet with the legislators. I remember them putting a budget up, the budget of America. And if they had defense, that amount was there. But out from that amount, it talked about how many starving children could be fed, how many nursery schools could be built, how many schools could be built just from that line item. Yet this morning, preparing to come to church, I heard someone on the TV say that there are people in Alabama that do not have running water. If they do not have running water in their homes, they do not have bathrooms in their homes. This is the year 2022. What are we doing with our money? 
We can't take it with us. And yet when I read this, it looks like the rich man had no regrets. He was still beckoning those to do his bidding. It looks like he had no regrets, and it looks like it, that he was not repenting. But when I read it and I heard it the second time in the reading this morning, he cares. He has brothers. He does not want them to fall into the same fix that he finds himself in. I know many ministers will preach on this that he was selfish. He was still caught up in his privilege. He may have because he was not asking for himself. He was asking for those that he was leaving behind. Don't let this happen to my brothers. Don't let this happen to my family. He had accepted where he was and had no regrets for the life that he lived. But what this parable is today is a blinking light. It is a blinking light in our life because we still have time. We have time. I can't remember the millionaire, and you guys know who I'm talking about, but he decided that he's going to die without any money. He's going to give all his money away while he's here. There is one. Money, well, let me say this. Rich people, if you're here today, I think this is coming in time because we will be talking about stewardship later on in the year, and don't you lose, don't you dare lose this sermon. Because money might be the root of all evil, but money makes things happen too. Now, in closing, because I think I've kept you a little too long, I want to know if the collar has gotten tight for some of you. And if it hasn't gotten tight for some of you, I haven't done a good job. That's okay, I'll be back. <laughs> I will indeed be back. Now, but I, I, I keep getting going back to that part. Even if someone rises from the dead, they will not believe. And here we are in 2022, some of us do not believe there is a Christ. Some of us do not believe in faith. Some of us do not believe in church. Some of us do not believe in each other. Church, we've got to do better. It is time for us to stop wandering in the wilderness. You know, some of us think that Moses led us out of the wilderness. I don't believe he did. I believe we are still in the wilderness. We go up a degree and we get it right, and then when we get it wrong, we fall back down. We are still in the wilderness. We are not one family. We are not one family in God. Therefore, we are not out of the wilderness. But it is indeed time to stop wandering in the wilderness of greed, lust, gluttony. We must give up these sins. We must give up these sins of life and follow the source of real life and bring and begin to bring praises to God and come back home to God. Amen? Amen. Amen.